Welcome to the future of XYZ. I'm your host, Lisa Grelnick, principal and founder of LVG & Co., an independent strategy consultancy based in New York City. Through quick and candid conversations with innovative leaders, we aim to foster new thinking and explore big questions about where we are as a world and where we're going. Brian Collins is with us today as our guest on Future of XYZ. Brian, welcome to the program. Hi, Lisa. It's really, really good to be here. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, it's such a privilege, Brian. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know you, which is probably outside the design world only, because the design world knows you as a multi-award winning uh, designer and the uh, co-founder and chief creative officer at Collins, uh, mm -hmm. to be found at wearecollins.com. Yep. Um, we are going to talk today about a very meta topic. So the future of the future, right? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think it is, it is, is my, is one of my favorite topics. Actually. <laughs> well, I think the interesting thing is as a designer and a communications expert, really what you help brands, I mean, whether we're talking about, you know, Spotify, MailChimp, Airbnb, Sweetgreen, and these fast growing companies that you've really helped put on the map and helped drive well, also, change at speed. Well, with, with, with a bunch of really good, amazing executives and leaders and creative people, both within those companies and their agencies. So I'm, I'm glad we played a part, but... Um, I don't want to say that we, uh, that Collins did all this. We, we, we were part of larger teams um, that, that, that helped make that change. I think I, you are always very gracious in giving credit where credit is due beyond your team and your brilliance. But the truth of the matter is, is what you all do is help brands become and stay relevant into the future. So yeah. when we think about the future of the future and the way that you think about it, what are kind of like the basic building blocks to be able to think into the future, look into the future, have insight and guidance and be able to kind of have the confidence to, to drive these brands? I'm going to back up a little bit by saying it, 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 deal, it has to deal with what you think and what you believe is the value of, of, of creativity. Um, uh, I was 21 and I had a master class at the Massachusetts College of Art and Design in Boston with Ray Eames. And I was introduced to the idea that she and her husband believed it was a foundational belief of the Eames office, which was a designer is like a good host, anticipating the needs of their guest, anticipating. Anticipating is a future-facing value. You're trying to imagine what might people imagine, what might people like, what, what might people want, what might people need. And so it's always trying to think in advance. So by the time people arrive at that place, you're there waiting for them. I think the best brands are anticipatory. You know, for the last 15 or 20 years, we, we've heard the drum endlessly bang. Empathy is a driving value in the creation of meaningful design. Well, that, that's fine. Empathy is a passive, it's to walk around in another man's shoes, right? Yeah, doesn't it mean you care? It doesn't mean you give a shit. It just means we observe this behavior and therefore, you know. So the word anticipate has care and concern and compassion inside of it. If you, if you 
The only way you anticipate something is you care about the people who are going to be working or serving or supporting or, 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 or the community or the community serves. So from the beginning, we when 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 everyone bangs the empathy drum, and I understand its meaning, I'd sooner bang the compassion and the anticipate drum because anticipate carries all those that was inside it, but it also means let's think forward. How do we make it better? And so I, I think design is always a future uh, facing endeavor. Design is the ability to rehearse different futures before they arrive and examine them and see which of those futures are the most uh, the worth the most worthwhile to um, pursue. I mean, you you build brands, you build brand identities, you build campaigns and communications and products and experiences through technology, through creativity. I mean, what are the key building blocks, as you've just said, for the future, but also for, as you've just very aptly summarized, design is a way of trying the future on, which I love. But there are yeah. lots of different forms of design, and they all end up living in a future state. So what are kind of the ways oh. that you test and get to what is the best knowing not knowing necessarily what the future holds that's a really interesting question the best has to come out of a really sincere open-hearted open-minded dialogue around what an organization or company is really good at what they are better at than anybody else in the world what they love doing and what the world is looking for that the world can't find. And so you have to spend a lot of time working with uh, the leaders of an organization or the, the founder of an organization to find out what is it that now you are, what value are you really, really providing uh, for, for people? And how do we make sure that one, that value is amplified and two, make sure that people are hearing that, who want to hear it, Make sure that they understand that you're the ones who provide that value. The other thing to, to recognize is there's no such thing as the future. It doesn't exist. You know, the future, there's no, it's always the futures. And one future is always in competition with the other. For friends of mine who are, you know, uh, liberal leaning New Yorkers, several years ago, we were in my office assuming that the election results were going to come by and have one person in the White House. And we left that evening saying, well, wh wh how did that, that, that happen? Right. Well, because we weren't really paying attention. And I, it, if, I, if we were paying attention, we would have recognized and I would have figured out the pattern that almost every cab driver I was speaking to in New York City wanted to vote for Donald Trump. And I'm like, well, nah. And so the future that many people thought it was inevitable, wasn't inevitable. Another future came and took its place. It changed a lot. So there's no such thing as the future. The future, is, the future is always formable and changeable. And so you have to make a decision about what future do you want to believe in? What future will you fight for? And what future will you support? And so I think that's what brands you always have to make that decision. What world, um, what future do you believe in fighting for? And then, and then design then becomes the bridge to help you build that future. I, I love that. And I think there are so many pieces of this right but I think you're describing a little bit of this idea of like you know sliding doors to some degree that until the future is upon us and it, it becomes the present it is un it, it is not necessarily unknowable 
because you can you can anticipate but until it's present it is it is and past it is not a future so you're as you build these amazing brands you know i mean i talked about some of like i will call them no longer startups but they were but yeah. you know you do you do work for the guggenheim and san francisco symphony and okay. um you know the the international olympic committee as well as huge corporate conglomerates who have long-standing histories yeah. And they're at a present moment and they they're doing they're working with you because they do they 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 want they want to no longer be able to be ignored they want in the future to still have a place yeah right like how how does the like perfectionism and obsession and kind of vision play into the ability to help these you know these great executives and and partner teams get to a future that they feel confident in pursuing oh that is well that's a master class it should go on for two-year program um at some really good business school i guess but we don't have a master class so i'm going to see if i can summarize it in five minutes um <laughs> please <laughs> welcome to the future of xyz yeah how do you synthesize that It gets back to the thing that defines every brand is it lives in two places. It is always the internal part of it, which is what is most true to you, what you believe in, um, that deals with a deep sense of authenticity, um, always an internally facing conversation. What do we believe in? And then the second one is always an externally facing question. How do we behave and how are we relevant? And how are we relevant with where the world is going so we can get ahead of it? And that requires some real willingness to examine and question everything that you do. Hmm. It used to be you'd set your business plan, you run your business plan for four or five years and you put your head up and like do a new business plan. You're doing that every six months now. <laughs> You're constantly like, Recalculating, maybe not every six months, but certainly every every year. A three-year plan has strat plan has very little place in the corporate world anymore. No, now you have to have long-term values. You have to have a certain belief about um, you, uh, the community that you serve, but you're constantly pivoting. Yeah. So that's even why it's so important now that you share a common understanding of what you believe what values you hold true, what you're going, what you're going to stand for, because the expression of that is going to pivot and change and, 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 and evolve. But if you're always grounded in a series of commonly shared and intrinsic values that are meaningful, that are shared and socialized within your culture, they'll follow you and they'll understand where you're moving, you know, where you're moving next. And, and, if you and, have... and I want to just add something that I think you, you hopefully you'll agree with or not, if even more interesting, but like those values, I always say serve as guardrails, right? They're not only guiding light, but they're also, they, they help you color within inside certain lines, right? Well, that drives you towards a vision. Yeah. Well, strategy is as much sacrifice as it is choice, right? So we, we shouldn't do that. We should do this. The other thing we know, of course, in the last 10 years is inside is, out, inside is outside. You know, so if you say one thing and you, you, you do something else, you're going to be held accountable for that. Yes. 
you know, people used to be able to bury things under, under the carpet and uh, do lots of sort of corporate posturing. But now it's completely transparent. So you 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 have your you are observed walking your talk. Yes. Every day. Every so, day. Every day. And, no. and so and there's no inside and outside of it. No. So that's another reason why you'd better pretty much know what your values are, what you believe in, and what you stand for. And what those values are, those becomes a story. That story is a well of shared values that you can go back to again and again and again. And um the other thing you have to do is to, to make sure that whatever the way that you're framing what you're offering is, is in alignment with what people are looking for. Um, and that we work with a lot of tech companies whose founders are brilliant engineers. And yet people do not buy technology. People are fundamentally uninterested in technology. They don't care anything about technology. What they care about is music. Do I, do I get to listen to Beyonce when I wake up? Um, you know, traveling to another country, where do I stay when I go to, when I go to experiences? Uh, yeah, well, well, yeah, th th those things, but the actual benefit of how do I download this app? How do I share it with my friends? Mm -hmm. No one's, no one's, uh, no one's waking up wondering, you know, whether, you know, how fast, you know, Spotify's download speed is. They're wondering, um, can I download more of David Bowie? No. So, you've got to make sure that the story you're telling is congruent with what, what people are looking for. In the case of Spotify, no one was looking for download speeds. They were looking for music to, to run, to run, to, to make dinner, to get ready for the evening, to go to sleep at night. And, and so help working with Spotify and their amazing people to get them to reimagine themselves. Um, uh, you know, there's brilliant engineers to to recognize that people were not buying engineering, what they were buying was Lizzo and Cardi B, um, and to reimagine themselves not as a streaming service, but as a music company, help build the soundtrack for your life, that was a change. So you have to make sure that you're creating a story and an invitation and, and uh, behaviors and visuality and symbols so people understand the future that you're inviting to, 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 to participate in. And so and that's, I think that's what we do here um, and do it in such a way that you're not like the best of that category. You do it in a way that you're the only one <laughs> because it's Spotify and, and who, you know, it's Dropbox and who it's Twitch and who. So that's, we like to come out swinging and carve out such territory that no one can, no one can come close. I mean, Brian, I think what you just said, I mean, first of all, it summarizes you as a human as well. And the company that you have built that has been named D and design firm of the year in 2021 added design of the year three times over you have Clio's and Effie's and art director club and, and the pencils behind you and cans awards. I mean, you're, it's incredible what has happened at Collins, but what you just said, I think is so interesting, which is you need to deliver what customers want and you need to provide an invitation for them in to the future that you're building and well, so yeah well sometimes customers don't know what they want so it's like the faster horse thing right with ford yeah well of course yeah i don't you know and so what you have to do is be able to anticipate and you also have to do and this is where it gets tricky is and where we've been so successful with the ceos and, and the companies we work with because the ceos are just damn visionary um they have a sense of what's right and so we work with them and if you try to second guess uh through, through uh oh, this horrible term called validation testing 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, those are for those are for the you know uh, risk averse you know senior vice presidents of fear, doubt, worry, and consternation. Um, the, the most remarkable things that we've done: the Dove campaign for Little Beauty when I was um, out at Ogilvy, the um, the IBM campaign that we that that, that uh, we worked on, the launch of all the stuff we did for for, for, for Motorola, but primarily the Dove campaign for Little Beauty. Never researched never research. In fact, at one point it was researched by some junior vice president of, of um, paranoia and found out that the ads and things that we were planning on running were, were, would be a disaster because we, we showed, God forbid, women who were, God forbid, 20 to 30 pounds heavier. Pounds are, yeah, different than the standard beauty norm. And didn't, you know, they didn't look, you know, like, like, you know, like ambulatory pencils. And um, they're like, well, people won't like these things. And the thing took off. Dove, when that campaign ran, couldn't keep their product on the shelf because we knew that there was a really important conversation to have, that beauty should no longer be a source of fear or uh, intimidation or self-doubt. Beauty should be a source of confidence, uh, a source of renewal, a source of belonging, and should be a self-defined value. And when that, and no one was saying that at a global level. And so one of my proudest moments was, and we pushed that in, in my team, we ended up working with um, the Chicago Ogilvy office and Toronto Ogilvy office and the Frankfurt Ogilvy office. But I remember when we got a call, my team got a call from the National Organization for Women um, to win their, our, their media award for the most advanced or the most positive uh, uh, reflection of an advancement of, 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 for, 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 for women that year. And they called us up and we did our research and, and uh, Lori Cohen and I went down to Washington and uh, we got, we were given the award by a singer named Annie DeFranco. Um, My college and, soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, uh, Annie DeFranco and uh, the president of the National Organization for Women. And, um, um, and uh, what was the, what was the, um, Oh, and a really, really well-known um, uh, actress. I can't remember uh, her name. Um, anyway, but, but, but it, was, it was one of the proudest moments of my career. I don't consider advertising awards to be particularly significant. I like design awards because I, I, I love my design peers. Um, but to have won that award meant that we had a dent in a conversation that was outside the industry patting us on the, the industry pats itself on the back endlessly. It's yes. just, it's, yeah, there's a term for that that I'm not going to use. I would have used it 10 years ago. Um, but it's it's endless. And particularly the advertising industry is notorious. Creative awards, creative directors, creative this, creative direct voice said, if you have to claim a thing, that you're not a thing. And every time I turn around, the advertising industry is talking about creative events, creative week, creative awards, creative this, creative that. Like, really? Like, I don't see that in theater. I don't see it in architecture. I don't see it in dance. I don't see the dance creative award. No, it's dance. So, Brian, so I'm not going to put you on the spot, by the way, as we as no. as I as I asked the last question, which is about to be like, so do you think the future of advertising, the future of the future in that future, there's no advertising? But I'm not going to do that to you. What I do- No, 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 no. <laughs> the future of advertising is- it's, it's death is greatly exaggerated. Watch Netflix in about a year from now. You're going to see advertising everywhere. The adver advertising is in more need now than ever before. I have no problem with that. And, if, and, if, and, then, and then agencies are smart. They'll figure out the model. But advertising is important. Old advertising agencies are relevant. 
It's the new breed of agencies and those agencies that have been able to pivot in, in this new future who will be able to kind of guide this new future. But so many of them are clueless. Um, <laughs> what, is your, what is your biggest, um, I'm watching time. We're going to, it's the last question. But what is your totally un, unencumbered, you can talk about anything, view of the future of the future. What, what are you most excited or most afraid or most anticipating in the future of the future? And what does that look like uh, from a timeline or anything? That everything we need to do has got to advance the conversation about climate change, everything. Um, here, here. And that the brands that we've been working with, I'm, I'm shift really quickly for, for whining about advertising agencies. Um, and I have many friends with many very, very good ones. Um, um, and they're doing, some of them are doing just really, really remarkable work. But if we could take the power of people in that industry who know how to tell stories, the power of the people in, in, in my industry who know how to create usefulness, you know, and understand how to invite people into new futures, what we need to do is socialize new behaviors to address climate change. I mean, in many ways, it's, it's uh, we are certainly um, behind the eight ball, but what we're looking at is companies and brands who are now recognizing the need to move into this future as quickly, as quickly, as quickly as possible. So you'll see new, um, uh, I think new endeavors in major corporations to, to try to make this change happen as, 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 as quickly, as quickly as possible. So I think design- It's time, I, it's I time. As someone, as someone who's tried really hard to break into that for a while, it's like, it's so, it's such a, as we were talking before, it is a positive outcome in some ways of the last few years of chaos and ongoing chaos around the world. Well, it's on us. It's, it's on us. And we launched our, our first project was working with Al Gore on the Alliance for Climate Protection. Yeah. You know, we did a campaign um, and successfully um, got uh, change, uh, you know, policy change at the federal level for a campaign that he, he uses money from the, from the, uh, from the Bell Peace Prize and couple it with millions of dollars. To get policy change, uh, you know, down in Washington, which which is for climate protection, did, um, and so that's what defined us. You know, that that was our first story in in the, um, you know, and that work was, you know, the first project we did was covered by the New York Times, um, and that was good for us, but it put us right at the center of the conversation of climate change. We are now doing a lot of work with um, brands that are pioneering in those spaces with, um, with, with energy, construction, real estate. Um, and given what's happening, of course, um, in Europe and Ukraine and, and, and Russia, the acceleration of uh, the move into green energies um, are, is just going to be, uh, it's just going to move much more quickly. So Europe is no longer dependent on the fossil fuels. It has to be, it has to be. Coming out of the uh, former Soviet Union. Yeah. So, um, and so that, that crisis will be accelerating, I hope, and early indications seem to be, accelerating Europe's move into green um, and alternative energies. I hope we take a note uh, or a page from that book um, uh, as well. So the clients that we are working with are aggressively building those, um, those futures. And we've been on the forefront of a lot of that with, with, with these clients. And I think you're right. If I just sum up, um, as we think back to what you said in the beginning, there are many, many futures, but there is only one, one future outcome if we don't fix climate and address climate change at a, at a mass level. So I think, I think that's a, a good, a good place to kind of wrap up. I, I, I so, so appreciate your time, Brian. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to speak to you um, and an honor.
Let's get the, oh, I see. It's not an honor. It's just fun. There's no honor. If you think it's an honor, Brian, you're you're you, you, you have to at least you have to honor. get out more. You have to get out more. Of this. <laughs> it's, you know, it's incredible. You know, we're enormously blessed. You know, or as as designers, we get to work with literally the best people in the world. And I have an amazing group of people, and we get to be on the forefront of so many frontiers, um, in in, in technology, in 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 energy in finance, in real estate, in hospitality. Um, and uh, we've been invited to so many interesting conversations with our people. I'm more excited about what I'm doing now than I've ever been in um, in, uh, in my career. So my, my hope is I'll be able to see you again soon. I'll maybe show you what, we're, what, we're, what, we've, been, uh, what we've been working on. I, I'm, I would be loving that. And uh, the future of the future for Collins is very, very bright and keep working on those climate change and, and brand initiatives. Thank you. For everyone listening, uh, if you don't already subscribe to Future of XYZ, make sure you do either on YouTube or your favorite podcast streaming platform, Spotify being number one, uh, Apple as well. And uh, we'll look forward to uh, seeing you next week and catch up on uh, Instagram at Future of XYZ for anything you might have missed. Brian, we'll speak soon. We are Collins.com. Check it out. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Future of XYZ. If you like what you've been hearing, please follow Lisa Grelnick on LinkedIn. Visit future-of.xyz or subscribe to the Future of XYZ podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.